be talking about nerd news. We have a bunch of Star Wars stuff to talk about. Another Amazon Prime. Amazonian comic book series. Amazon Prime comic book series, not yeah. Marvel, not DC. Um, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, we are also going to be discussing the penultimate episode of Secret Invasion, episode five. So good. It was so good. Do we already talk about four? No, we're, we'll, we'll recap four too. Okay. Yeah, we um we did not talk about four because we recorded the day before it came out last week. Correct. But we will get into four because a lot happened in four too. All right, sweet. Ooh. Um, yeah, the last couple of episodes of. Secret Invasion have been super good. So good. Yeah. You guys should definitely give the show a shot. It's only six episodes. The le- next week is the final finale. And I'm I like, need to know what's going on. Is this going to get a season two? I'm like, what is happening? Because nothing is wrapping up. I could really go for a season two of this, honestly. I really liked it. I don't know. Because it's like, we know we have the Marvels coming out as the next MCU project. And obviously, he has specific ties to Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Right. And, you know, there's it's really open-ended. I feel like Marvel's kind of in this place right now where they just don't know what the hell to do. Like, they had a plan a year ago, and they dropped their timeline, and they were, like, ready. And then all this shit unfolded, and the reviews yeah. weren't good, and the movies didn't do as well. And now it's kind of like... I hope this does good. Like, they're almost just hoping, you know? Which I think Secret Vision is kind of giving them a little redemption. It's, it's good. Great. It's a good show. It's dark. It's kind of really sad, too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of elements to it. It's it's It has a lot of depth in it. Because, you know, it's like aliens versus humans. And it's sad. It's really sad. And it's about, like, the an, an immigration. Almost, yeah. And, like, people who are unhoused it's and really trying sad. to figure things out. It is sad, and it does touch on big issues. But before we get into all that, Kyra, how was your week? Oh, my God. <laughs> what did I do this week? I don't even... I swear summer's like a blur. I know we're at the end of July. Well, midway through July. Almost towards the end. Um, I've just been working. Slanging drinks, making money. Working at three different bars now, so that's a lot. But it's fun. Three? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say Why three? Just because I want to make extra money. I'm traveling a lot for these next couple months. So, and a lot of the bars that I work for now were like regulars that I've had for like a year and they own bars. Yeah. And they were just like, hey, we need somebody to pick up. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, it keeps me from drinking more. I mean, I can still drink while I'm there, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to hustle because this is like the season where I make the most money, so... True. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, shit, I've just been working, writing, yeah. Nice. So, yeah. How about you? Um, yesterday was my sister's birthday. Oh my god. So I went out with them. We went to the zoo. Um, like Did her and her the family. Little, the little baby. Yeah, little oh, baby Wolfie. So cute. Um, and then her like partners two kids as well um so we all went to the zoo together and my dad was there nancy was there we were partying it up we went to like greek town afterwards had like a delicious meal yeah it was really fun it was so fun I got drunk. I passed out. (laughs) Well, when I got home, I mean, I passed out. No, I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) And then, like, Monday, I was, yeah, I've just been, like, partying. So, like, the opposite of, like, work mode. 
I've just been like <laughs> hanging out and partying. Like I, I did like the Windy City smoke out. Oh, that was like insane. Did you go on Friday when it like rained the fuck out? Yes, but it was perfect because literally Darius Rucker, he was the headliner. He played his final song. And then, like, we were all exiting anyway, and then the rain came, started coming. Oh, And we were like, the timing of this is perfect. And we jumped on to, like, the Crossroads uh, bus, like, the shuttle bus. Okay. And drove us right back to the bar. We just kept partying. It was amazing. Like, it was perfect timing. Like, everything, like, just, like, worked out. Oh, my God. It was so fun. I, I wanted to go to that, and I was working the whole weekend, but I had, like, Saturday day off, and I didn't realize my bar had gotten two free passes. And nobody fucking used them. Yeah, all the bars so get passes. Yeah. Those tickets were so expensive. And then I get to work at 6 p.m. I wasn't supposed to work. And I covered for somebody on Saturday. And it's, I love working at my, like, home bar in Wrigleyville because I know everybody when I walk in. I know yeah. the person working for me. They do shots. We do shots. We drink. My family comes in. It's just, like, really fun. And so then I see my regular, who's one of my close friends. She's sitting there. She's wasted already. She ended up, like, getting called off. And she's like, do you want to go? And I'm like, Josie, like, I just clocked in. Like, it's 6.05, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't anybody tell us we could have went during the day, you know? Because they were, right. like, free, like, VIP wristbands. Exactly. And I'm like, shit. And then her and my other regular ended up going, who I'm shocked he even made it. Because he was, like, rocking, standing up. That's yeah. That's how drunk he was. But they won. I'm just like, damn, that would have been so much fun. But it was so hot, too. It was, it was so hot. fun. It was so hot. I don't know. I had, like, an amazing time. Yeah. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, I was taking a lot <laughs> of Instagrams that day. I was just having a good-ass time. Yeah. Yeah, but I was, like, I was just been going out. I went out Monday. I was yeah. at headquarters, and I was just, like, beating people at time crisis. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I was just, like, shooting everybody. And it's like, girl, dude, it's a girl. It's kind of a video game. Right? I I was impressing all of the loser white men that were there. I was just like, wow, I'm too wasted to even see the screen. My favorite thing to do is to go to, like, the Emporium and just beat the Galaga scores. Because I do it every fucking time. And it's just like, this isn't hard. I mean, it is is hard for some people, but it really isn't, you know? Not for some talented people. Not for the talented nerds. Okay, this is, like, my truth. Okay? Like, I have been a nerd my whole life. You can't just walk up to Galaga in a bar when you're intoxicated and get the high score. Exactly. So thank you very much. Yeah. It was so funny because this one guy that I was playing with was like, so, like, this is how you reload. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the game started, and I was like, and then, like, he was like, oh, I'm an asshole. And I was like, you are indeed an asshole. Men just don't ever speak. Don't ever give, <laughs> don't, like, I didn't ask him how the game worked. No. He was because just, I've done been playing this did game. Did you, like, know the person, or were they just, like, watching No, this you? is a random person, because I had already beaten someone else. Okay. And then they were, like, showed up, and thought I had just, like, showed up. But I was like, no, I've been here beating right. people. And, <laughs> Fuck. I don't know, it was, <laughs> it was crazy, but I was like, yeah, I didn't ask, so please don't give me information. Yeah, I, you know what, I've had a lot of misogynistic so men this week. I feel like a lot of them have been around, like, coming out of their, like, holes, uh-huh. you know, trying to go out for the first time in summer. You can tell because they're all just extremely pale. They don't even have that, like, <laughs> red layer of just being in the sun for a second too long. I had one who, like, bought one beer and, like, cheap beer at my place, and it was, like, 582 and he gave me eight dollars and I'm like at the register and under his breath he's like oh yeah uh if you didn't know like the extra is for you 
I'm like, no shit. <laughs> really? And I'm like, I didn't know. This is my first night on the job, actually. And he's like, oh, really? Like, he was so ready to just like, tell idiot. me how to bartend. And I was like, no. And then I walked away. Ridiculous. And then my friend came in, and he was trying to, like, mansplain what shot she should get or, like, what beer she should get with her shot. And I was <sighs> like, she just got done working a whole shift on time. Like, leave us alone. Leave us alone. I literally cannot with the men out Wait, here. There needs to be like a bumper sticker or a shirt. I know I don't have a car, but just like I do not want any unsolicited mail of advice. No, ever. nothing. Never. If I don't ask you a question, do not do not give me an answer to right. anything. Like everybody always has those shit. Well, not everybody. Like you've seen that like slogan where it's like kill your local rapist mm. or like kill your local mansplainer. Like quite honestly. Shut him down. Shut him Send down. him underground. Shut him down. Like, seriously, I'm going to start putting mansplainers underground. For real. That's Piss like the first, off. that's like the seventh pit of hell. Like, honestly, yeah. they're just so full of themselves. And I wonder if he even, like, for, for my situation, I wonder if he even felt dumb when I blew his ass out of the water, like, playing that game. He was probably, like, felt dumb, but also was, like, turned on, but also, like, oh, my God, there's girls that can do this. Like, he's yeah. probably from, like, a suburb where there's, like, farms. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, I just moved to Chicago, and I was, like, I have to go. Right, like, he's, like, I only played video games at home. I've never played them at a bar. Like, people yeah. do this. Um, <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, uh, good times, good times. Put them all underground. As we've been saying. I Robert Downey Jr. approves this message. <laughs> he truly is an advocate. I love that man so much. Let me make another drink. Let me, let's toast to Robert Downey Jr. and hopefully the MCU brings him back for some stupid reason. I'll oh, they have to. He was even, wasn't he like a hologram in like another movie? So, some shit's going, I don't know. My memory's so bad. I have vodka, so I have no memory right now. I'm like fucking 51st dates. Like I reset <laughs> every 10 minutes. Um... You know, like, some people are like, oh, like, don't bring Iron Man back. Sorry, I spilled a little. They're going to be like, oh, like, what was his purpose? Like, why did he die then? And I totally see that. Like, the sacrifice. Yeah. I'm there. That'll fuck his kid up so much. Sure. Yeah. But everybody will be happy that he's back. Except exactly. Pepper. I have this secret thing with Pepper where I think she's just like, yeah, like, let him die. I want to inherit all the money. Yeah, and she did. I she like worked Pepper. hard, you know? I mean, yeah, she worked really hard. And, like, in the comics, she she's did way better. But, man, Gwyneth Paltrow just really was not on the Marvel shit. She was on that goop shit. You know what I'm saying? She had no idea that she was She was making vagina candles. Yeah, she was not even there. That was like a scroll in Pepper's body. She had a stand-in. <laughs> it was just nothing behind the eye. There's something going on at goop where they, like, There's... created, like, a robot. And they're like, let her make this money. I need to create candles that smell like my vagina. Goop will 100% do that. They'll be, like, the first AI, mm -hmm. like, live-in duplicates of people. Absolutely. And this is why I like her. Because she's with the times. she's insane. Like, mm -hmm. nobody in the world should or should ever do that, but I feel like she would. Right. And she would believe that it's okay. Anyway, we're, we're talking so much. Yeah. We should talk about nerd, nerd news. news. Let's go. Okay, let's let's do Invincible first, you guys. Okay. So we, we haven't really oh, yeah. talked about Invincible a lot on the channel in recent times because season one ended like 10 years ago, it feels like now. It literally feels like I've been waiting my whole lifetime for season two. We were absolutely obsessed with Invincible. Ilsa read all of the comics. I did. I don't, my whole memory has lost me. I just remember I really, really loved it. And Omni-Man was an asshole and he beat the shit out of his son. And yeah. it was very sad. But 
Um, we finally got a poster for season two, like out of nowhere. Like we know season two is coming, but holy shit, like it's been so underwater, like nobody's talked about it. I know, we haven't talked about it. And that's why <gasps> we need to do a recap. It's this Friday? No, no so they're promoting it. Sorry, this Friday. Oh God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Up. I'm so sorry. I'm not ready. I don't I, have time. I just went to a website to go look it up to look at the oh, poster San Diego so we can Comic-Con. talk about it right here. On that note, San Diego Comic Con is this weekend, and I know there's a big SAG after strike going on, rightfully so. Yeah. You deserve your coin. I almost like started crying when Mandy Moore said she got 81 cents for a This Is Us residual episode. I'm like, you're not going to treat Mandy Moore like that. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm flying California to fucking strike. But a lot of shit will still be revealed this weekend at San Diego Comic-Con, which you guys stay tuned for next week because we'll be covering all of that stuff. We're going to get probably some Dune looks, maybe. The actors won't be there, but they can still do the promotion for the videos. But Invincible Season 2, we're going to get a trailer this Friday. That's nuts. Look at it. So we're looking at it right now. They're, they're on like a CTA on, bus. Yeah, they're yes. on a CTA bus. <laughs> Crying right on now. the CTA per usual. There, I see Monster Girl in her monster form. I see Adam Eve. I see, was that Rex? Is that his name? I think so. I'm so bad with all these names. Uh, there's Abraham Lincoln. There's the duplicate girl. Seth there's Rogan's the robot. Alien. There's Seth Rogen's alien. The one eye looks like Futurama. Invincible and his the mom. mom. Uh, robots, fake body. Yeah. <laughs> so sick. He looks so like he healed. Fucking weird. The main invincible dude, the son of Omni Man, healed a little bit. He looks like he, you know, his dad gave him a fucking ass whooping. Oh, like that was like whooping. a true yeah. like. Latino, like, you came home five minutes after curfew, you're done. Like, yeah. literally, here's the belt, you know? If you Chancla's know, you know. on fire. If you know, you know. And I don't hold anything against him for it. It was fucked, but it is what it is. Okay. This is so cool. This is the guy who makes his costumes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Streaming date on Friday, you guys, which we will be reacting to this teaser trailer and this full trailer by next week, early next week. Look for it, because we are so excited for this. I'm so pumped. Oh, it smells so good. If you guys if you guys read comics and you're like strictly like Marvel, DC, get out there and explore with Invincible. There's so many other good indie comics out there. Invincible is amazing. It's a huge like volume yeah. to read them all. It's going to be like 50 bucks, but it's worth it. I read them all online. Mm. Significantly cheaper. Sure. Um yeah. So, definitely read Invincible was the craziest effing comic book series I ever read in my life. Yeah. I am still changed from it. It's like cartoon The Boys. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay. Okay, you guys, some Star Wars stuff. Uh, we have a quote from John Boyega himself. He is now open to all opportunities with the Star Wars franchise. We have to touch base on this because we love Finn. He deserved better, just like so many black men do oh, in Disney and yeah. Marvel. Why do they <laughs> hurt all of us. I mean, and DC. I mean, I'm in solidarity with you black men, absolutely. okay? I don't understand the pain, but I understand being left out of everything. The struggle, yeah, absolutely. And John Boyega killed it as Finn. I mean, I think we all can agree that The Force Awakens was amazing. Yes. It was so cool to come back to Star Wars like that, and John Boyega, they set John Boyega so was the good. reason it was effing good. Yes, because you, have, you finally have the stormtroopers taking off their helmets. You're realizing they're people. It's almost like a clone. Yes. 2. I still need 0. to get my tattoo. Yeah. 
um, of I want his his helmet with the bloody hand oh, on it. Hell yeah! So That's cool. Sick. That's sick. That's sick. Uh, I Finn was amazing, and his story just got progressively worse with the Last Jedi. I don't care about all you Ryan Johnson fucking lovers. The Last Jedi was not amazing. It was, was kind of shit. There yeah, was, there was good parts to it. There was good parts. There was great parts. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Luke's time. Oh man, there's. They did the twins wrong in this. You have Leia flying through the sky. Oh god. When she's already Carrie Fisher's already rest in peace. Yeah. The only princess all around. Like, fucking, you have her flying through the sky. Ridiculous, absurd. Then you have Luke just being fucking PMSing on that little island. He was so angry. He's so mad. And I was like. Dude. Mark, why did you let them do this to Luke? And, but that's the funny thing is that, like, Mark Hamill came out talking about this script while yeah. was, he's like, I don't like the script. Like, he literally said that. Yeah. Obviously regrets it, but, like... Yeah, because they replaced him with CGI him. If Mark Hamill ain't gonna like a script, you don't do it. You don't do it's the script. That simple. You throw that shit away. He's Luke Skywalker. He is Luke Skywalker. You have Just no like say. Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, it can never be replaced. You okay? can't retell you you that story. You have a guy. It's okay? You have a guy. Unlike Spider-Man, where there's a fucking thousand of them. Right. True. But there's one Harry Potter and there's one Luke Skywalker. And he's still alive, so let's CGI the hell out of him, but make sure he writes his character, okay? Exactly. <laughs> Let him be true to the character that oh. he created and made his own. And people, I'm sure, were inspired by him and how he played it in the first movie, and it changed it to match him yeah. in the second and third. Like, let's, let's, I'm going to get angry. I'm getting warm. I get very defensive over those twins. I do. Getting Luke and Leia. Warm. Also, like... As a Poe Dameron enthusiast, um, I... Connoisseur. Connoisseur of the Oscar Isaac variety. Absolutely. This man's range is This insane. man wa- wasted his range. Yeah. And I, just like, I've been watching, I've been, I told you this, but yeah. I haven't told the podcast people yet. I've been in a <laughs> Finn Poe, like, hole lately. Like, I've been watching, like, all the YouTube videos I can about Jeez, them and, like, all their... All these, like, interviews that Oscar Isaac did at the time, and he was like, oh, yeah, I, he was like, I 100% believe that they're gay. I believe that they're in love. Like, he was like, I was acting, I was portraying it that way. Like, and he was like, but there's only so much you could do with the script. And he was like, I was really mad that they gave me, like, a female love interest, because remember, like, the girl with the oh, helmet so or whatever, yeah. stupid. And then they almost had him have sexual tension with Leia a little bit. Oh, I think he just, like, has sexual tension. I know, but it's like, he does with everyone. Um, even robots, you know what I'm saying? But... I mean... Uh, like, you Like, but, yeah, like, there, I don't know. Yeah, but there is something, like... I feel like if you placed a gay man in front of one of the Golden Girls, there would be sexual tension there, just because... Like, there's too much hormones going There's too on. many hormones fucking, going yeah, on. Yeah, there's too much stuff going on. I think also, like, the timing, it's, like, Oscar Isaac had such a career at the time, but, like, his, he's, like, blowing up post-Force Awakens. Like, he's been there the whole time, but I feel like now, like, people are starting to respect him and give him more variety of roles. Same with John Boyega. John Boyega isn't casted in much now, but, like, fucking Star Wars and Lucasfilm, Disney, they're realizing that the fans love them, and they're mm-hmm. giving them more of a say which is why John Boyega is saying that. I firmly believe they've already talked to him. Yeah. I 100% think he's going to come back because we have a trilogy coming out. Right. With Dave Filoni directing some. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. We have prequels coming. There's just so much 
that can happen. And John Boyega also could be dual casted here, you guys. Like, Disney and Marvel are the same. He could be Finnegan. They love putting people in two roles. Like, oh my god, like, Poe and Moon Knight. Hello. Sign them on the same contract. Sign them on a, sign them the same day. Literally. Put it in the contract that they have to do three movies at Marvel when they have to do three right. movies like at I'm Star Wars. Right. Like I'm waiting for them to announce that John Boyega will be the next my king. Poster. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about this. I get angry, y'all. Same. Thinking about this, talking about it, I'm I'm heated a little. But John Boyega deserved better. So many. Black men deserve better. Black men and women, for that matter. I mean, I almost want to get into that with the scrolls, you know? Yes. A lot of the scrolls are black people. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird to me. Right. You know, it just almost is like their life doesn't matter and they could die and nobody would care. Right. It's fucked. It is um, fucked. It is fucked. It's fucked. I don't want to go that deep with Secret Invasion, but you have to because it's like, it's obviously there if you're like watching for those things. It's fucked. Um... It's true, though. Like, the scrolls don't, like, except if it's the UN and people of power, they're all people of color. Yeah. And because they're easily, does, nobody will care if they die. Exactly. Nobody's going to look for they're their bodies. They're all pawns. It doesn't matter. And in it's the like, game of chess, except right. for the people that are important. Yeah. Like, Nick Fury's wife, who's a scientist, a doctor, like, a black woman. Like, you black know, woman. they wouldn't care. It's fucked up. And continued on with her research, it seems like. I was like, oh, my God, go for a good job, Vara. Like, let's fucking go. Um, okay, but we do have one more new news that we can thing. get into Secret Invasion, because clearly we want to talk about yes. it. Yes, um, on a Star Wars note, you guys, we get Ahsoka in a month. Um, the Acolyte will have more Jedi than any other Star Wars project, which is a lot to say after Attack of the Clones, because that was, like, insane, the amount of Jedi were in that arena when the clones hit, when everything was going on. Um, this is coming out again in 2024, no set date. Again, we could have potential set dates released at San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. It's going to be eight episodes. It's going to be dark. Yes. It's going to be gritty. It takes place a hundred years before the Phantom Menace, the fall of the Old Republic, the birth of the, not the birth of the Sith, but the Sith starting to infiltrate the Jedi. It's going to be a whole shitload of shit, and I think we'll probably see Palpatine's first days as trying to infiltrate, and it's going to be crazy, and it's... I hate that motherfucker, but man, I want to see how he did it, because he is a smile. Every time somebody mentions Palpatine, all they can think about is that scene where Poe Dameron says, somehow Palpatine returned. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the laziest bit of writing I had ever seen in my entire life, witnessed in my entire life, and yet Oscar Isaac delivered. Thank you, Ryan Johnson, again. <laughs> Thank you, Oscar Isaac, for delivering something, for giving us things, for playing a gay man, even though they gave you a script that said that you weren't. He was And gay. tried to, like, sh- But it was so obvious. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I believe that we should... Um, okay, I'm going to recommend this to you and then all of our listeners, The Gay Jedi on YouTube. He oh. does an analysis of Finn and Poe's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Kyra poured me a glass of vodka that night. We're doing the Barbie I, spritz, you guys. Uh, the Barbie spritz video will be out tomorrow. And I almost took the glass away. I was like, don't drink the just not even chilled vodka. It's okay, I got another don't bottle. Don't drink a glass of warm vodka. <laughs> I brought the Smirnoff in case, which is just a last resort. This is classic Kyra, you guys. Oh, it's summer, it's summer. We brought the it's umbrellas out for the Kyra. drinks, so it's a lot of vodka. <laughs> Dying, dead, Anyways, gone. 
Um, anyways, Secret Invasion episode four. So we ended up Secret Invasion episode three with Priscilla, aka Nick Fury's wife. She gets this, she goes to like a P.O. box, picks up this bag and there's a gun in it. And she calls and she wants to talk to Gravik, but you don't know who she's talking to. Mm -hmm. That's the end of episode three. We're going to get back into that in a little bit. No, you heard Rhodey's voice You did hear Rhodey. You did hear it. I guess I don't recognize his voice that much because Marvel doesn't really show him that much anymore until this season. So I kind of forgot how Rhodey sounds, but man, I missed him. Even though they made him a fucking scroll in this. One of the good ones, you know what I'm saying? Always a good one. And then you're like, when did he become a squirrel? Like, I really hope it's they It's very go. confusing. I need to know the it's timeline. It's so confusing. I I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I have no... My memory's already bad since having COVID two years ago. Thro- them throwing this in the mix is just like... True. I still think Fury... Now I think it's Fury. But, like, for the first three episodes, I'm like, I thought he was a scroll because of the whole thing. All they faked him killing out Maria Hill. Right. But anyways, we also did an... Secret Invasion episode three with Gaia being shot by Gravik. She's actually alive. She's fucking genius. It's Amelia Clark. We know she's not going to die that easy. She uses that super scroll machine to save herself. And then, so she's alive. That's what made me like so excited because I was thinking like, oh my God, it's going to be her and Gravik fighting each other. Yeah. I think that's what's, yeah. I think that'll that'll probably be the finale. Like the finale, like them going at it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch that fucking self-righteous prick die. Like, fuck you. Like, whatever. Um, But then we get a flashback. I love Nick Fury in love. Mm -hmm. I love him in love. I'll get emotional. Like, it's so nice to see black love. It's so nice to see them when they were young, before anything happened. And like, I think with Secret Invasion, it's like you get these flashbacks and you don't even know they're flashbacks because it's like they'll have an eye patch on, who won't have an eye patch on, and then yeah. there'll be things going on. But it's a flashback, and she quotes like one of these like things, and he's like, "Well, what did you want from being on this planet?" And she just wanted to feel beloved, right, on Earth, which is gonna come back, and it's so fucking sad because this world's history is that their planet was destroyed. They Nick Fury and them shield. They brought him them here, and they promised them a home, and they didn't fall through with it, which is why Nick Fury came back. Glad he came back, but it's like really sad. They're going through it, and I totally get it. But there's more. There's so much more. There's more. So let me see. Rhodey and Fury, uh, Doctor Priscilla, they meet at the church. They're in a church. At first, when you see it, you're like, does Fury know that she's meeting him? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, this is sketchy. He immediately is like, I want you to kill Fury. She's like, oh, I don't know. He's really broken since he's been back. I can't do that. But then we see, like, But a she little... knows she's being... I feel like she knows that, like, he's listening. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's saying it. But she also believes it. I think they went in but doing that. I don't know. I think she wanted to, like, hurt him a little bit. Oh, totally. Because, like, she's There's still... There's like, There's unleft conversation in that, you mm-hmm. know, which we'll touch base on the end. But Fury's obviously listening in. We get, like, a little show to that, hearing him in. But does she know? Who knows? That's kind of up in the air. It doesn't seem like she does. So, yeah, we know that Rhodey now is just, like, not even trying to just fire Fury. He wants him dead because he is a scroll. He's the closest person to the president. Yeah. I think his scroll name is Rava. Rava. Yeah. They always have really cool names. So, like, Rava is, like, trying to get him murdered. Right. And then, But um, why keep him alive this long? Will we find out in the next episode, actually? There's, I think there's a lot of other reasons, too. You yeah. Know? It's just like, why do you want to kill your like, fellow, you know? I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. It's complicated. It's so complicated with these S.H.I.E.L.D. motherfuckers. They have the most drama. They have more drama than the Avengers. True. 
Like, they are so... Because the Avengers were just, like, superheroes. S.H.I.E.L.D. was just, like, people who were, like, badass humans who trained their asses off and right. just, like, tried really hard. So, you know, they have that, like, human, you know, which we'll touch... There's so many things we're going to touch base on the episode, end of the episode. Um, so then we see Gaia's dad... Uh, uh, is this Ta- Talos? Talos, yeah. Talos. Talos, he um, finally apologizes to her because we know he's been kind of shitty, like, forcing her into this, like, environment of her being, like, a... You know, right. like a rat with Gravik and all these things, but she... Says stu- that she did it of her own accord. Right, and um, he still wants her to somehow, after apologizing, like so passive-aggressively, he wants her to still help him to get amnesty with Earth and the host. Right. And it's just like, dude, like, you I just was... apologize for putting her in this situation. You're going to like double standard her and be like, oh yeah, help me get amnesty with the humans. Like, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She lost her mother. She's kind of losing you. You know, it's like she's torn. But he is, like, the ultimate good. Mm -hmm. And I was so in love with him in this moment because I had never trusted him fully. I was like, there's no way there's a guy this good that exists that really wants to take the hard way and work for his respect. He wants to show people that he's not bad by working so hard and it just made me believe think about like the mexican immigrants and it's so many people that just work so hard and stay under the radar and try just to show everyone we're not bad we just want to work we just want to be accepted we just want to be safe and i was like oh he's doing this so hard you know whereas like other people have come in and they'll be like oh you don't accept me and they'll like fight fuck you up. but yeah. no but they're using he's being nice he's using his kindness he's using his heart he's using his which with a lack of a better term term his humanity <laughs> my cat's trying to get out hold he's on. knocking hold that thought yeah that's a serious pause i get it <laughs> what up? He just wants a snack. He just wants to eat. Um, <laughs> he, 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 okay. this robust At least he said hello. Hi. Straight to the vodka. Straight to the vodka. It's empty, hun. It's empty. He, that's why he got mad. Hi. It's empty, fucking bitch. It's like winter is my season. Um, <laughs> I still was kind of on the fence with him, like telling her that, that he still wants her to help him. But like, I totally see what you're saying. How he was like trying to tell her, hey, like we can be good. But like, I totally see Gaia being like, fuck these people. Right. Like, they fucked us over so many times. Like, how are you still going to try after they like did us wrong for like the past 30 years? You know, like she lost her mother over this. Like yeah. I totally get her perspective. But he, he was on some Gandhi shit. He was like, namaste. And like, I guess he doesn't really have a choice, you know? But like, if you have Nick Fury on your side, I would probably be Gandhi too. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, like that is my... He's so in love with Nick Fury, it's crazy. I, mean, I, I am too. Are you not? <laughs> I'm in love with Nick Fury. I mean, I love him. Samuel Jackson is my phone cover. Platonic like... is shit. But like, when I tell you, every time I see Samuel Jackson, I like, know you're in love with him. I love you this talk man about him so a lot much because of the depth of him as an actor and how he just is just amazing. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, you guys. So that that happened. Gaia isn't about that life anymore, though. She's like, yeah, old. I'm gonna leave. Well, she's still young, and that's the thing. Is like he comes from this place of like wisdom and like things. yeah, this older elderness, and he's like, I see that 
violence and bullshit doesn't solve anything. And I am here to come with my whole heart. And if they don't accept it, I died doing he, what I thought was right. Right, and for her and his mother, her mother. Exactly. And, and I respect she's that. she's going to realize that. She is. We uh, go to Nick and uh, Nick Fury. Everybody calls him Fury. I still like calling him by his first name. Nick and Priscilla, he's making her tea. Are you a scroll? No, I'm not. Why are you calling him Nick? I know, honestly. It seems like I am. It's because I'm drinking vodka. <laughs> Kyra's a scroll, you guys. It's because I got my weave back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am only a scroll. The scroll. I'm only Kyra a scroll when I have my extension ends. Extensions. <laughs> um, so Nick is like making Priscilla tea, and she's like, "Oh, like, are you okay? Like, do you not feel well? Like, he's mm-hmm. never made her tea before. Like, yeah, you know, that's and like, sad. And they go sit at the table, and she obviously has like that little like gun that Rhodey gave her. Yeah. And then he's over there. He has his gun because he's Nick Fury. And so Nick is just like, how did you become, you know, like your scroll? Like, what's your story? And they go into that, and we find out that she ended up, Priscilla was a doctor. She had a congenital heart defect, so she assumed her body. And it was, like, really sad because she made her assume her body only on, like, three things. One of them was that she would never hurt Nick Fury, and because Priscilla, the scroll, told her, like, hey, like, I'm in love with this man. Like, maybe I can assume your body and we can live on, and then... That was one of the things she would never hurt the man she loves. She mm-hmm. would still be a daughter, you know. and To her parents. Right. And then they have that little conversation. It's heartfelt. And then out of nowhere, they both shoot at each other. And then the scene, like, blanks. Like, it goes to the other part of the house. I, I got anxiety. I was, like, so scared. I'm like, are they both? I'm like, okay. Like, literally, I'm like, if Nick Fury dies I was like, today, I know Fury won in my brain. I was like, Fury won. Like, he shot her. And I was like, but now I'm mad at Nick Fury because he shot her. And I'm like, Nick Fury killing two women in this show now? I don't think I can stand it. That's not Samuel L. Jackson. You would not agree to that script. You would never do that. He's just, he's about women. I literally told my partner, I'm like, if Nick Fury dies, I'm going to kill myself right now. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, just put your headphones back in and go back to work. Because he works remote. <laughs> I'm working on the couch like, oh my god. And then they like go. I'm going to pass away. They go back and you see they both shoot at each other, but they purposely missed you know, which was beautiful. And Nick Fury's like, I don't know if I should divorce you or renew our vows. Right. And it was beautiful. They still love each other so much, but it was kind of sad and bittersweet because at the end, he's walking away and Priscilla goes, would you still love me if I didn't assume, you know, this human body, if I was a scroll? Yeah. He pauses, he walks out. Before he walks out, he's just like, I guess we'll never know. Sad. So sad. So fucked. Like, you could have lied. I made so many... He could have lied. He could have lied. It was it was that question where it's like... Uh, where the girlfriend asked, like, would you still love me if I was a worm? Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> a sandworm? And it's like... You just say yes to avoid a fight. No, yeah. And, like, you say yes because you're about to leave and fly to Finland and go cheat on her with Sonya. Yeah. It was the exact question and he failed the test. I think he knew that would keep her going, though. Because she wants to know eventually. And I think... It's fucked. It's manipulative. But I think that's why he didn't answer it because she's well, the, been searching for that. Well, the question in itself was manipulative. Yeah. Like, when you ask somebody, like, would you still date me if I was a worm? Would yeah. you still love me if I was like, a worm? Like, Lana Del Rey, will like, you still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful? beautiful. Like, But you know that, no. like, <laughs> meme, like, that internet trend where it's like, well, yeah. And I was like, this is that equivalent to that. It's pretty sad and it's and pretty I, petty. It's sad on both parts because, like, is. why would you stoop down to that and ask him that? Like, you don't really want to know that, but I get why she would because it's 
getting to dire I assumed that he had seen her in her regular form. But then I guess they did allude to the fact that she never shows her true form when she heard him. She was in her true form and then she heard him and she changed. Yeah, in the kitchen. And I was like, that is so sad. Um, Pick Misha. Be yourself. Chill out. I try to think, like, personally... If I would fuck a scroll or like love a scroll, of course. But like, I think I would because like I'm a human. Like I'm like I'm not a I am a human, but like if I'm like hearing God, I sound like a scroll right now. Um, if I'm listening to another, <laughs> Kyra, you're giving a lot. I'm giving of... scroll vibes because I'm way too obsessed with the show right now. This would be and the title of the episode. Is Kyra, Kyra a scroll? <laughs> that, that's what it's gonna be, you guys. Uh, it's sad because she's just so smart too. Like. I don't know her scroll counterpart that well. I feel like none of us really do know that scroll counterpart well. But we do know the body she assumed that she's pretending to be for the past, like, 20 years. And clearly she kept that stuff going on. she very humanized herself by assuming this human being with a life, a very established life, because she was probably, like, late 30s, early 40s or something. And she really had nothing really going, yeah. And she had, like, her parents, and it was like, be a parent, be be a daughter, be still be a doctor, continue the research. I mean, no, Nick Fury has... I can't believe this woman, Priscilla, agreed to this shit. But it humanized her because she has parents. Exactly. Human parents. She wanted to be loved, and that's what she says at that end of that table, which is so... I feel like that's going to stay with me. I'm going to cry. Scrolls. I know. Skip it. <laughs> and so then Fury ends up breaking into Rhodey's house. Because Rhodey's... Rhodey's house. Rhodey's hotel. hotel. He's a little bitch. Because he's a scroll now. He's not real Rhodey. Um, Rhoda's a dumb bitch. We hate her. He's a bear. Um, and then can I just say that they're drinking Pappy Van Winkle whiskey? It's like five grand. Which I have had the honor of drinking before. No way. I swear to God. And it is incredible and amazing and Nick Fury was 100% correct saying like if you waste that shit I'm gonna kill your body <laughs> like yeah. literally he's right that shit is expensive like you have to be like insane to get that even from Binnie's because yeah. they only have like a limited number that comes in every year to certain liquor stores and you have to be there on their like elite list to get it Happy Vemico whiskey is the shit he wouldn't waste it and fucking Rhoda just takes the fucking fifth like I mean, no, like, I'll take this to go. It's like, right. whatever. And then Fury obviously wants his job back. He's oblivious to the fact that Rhodey is a scroll, or at least he's making it look like that in this scene. He tells him that the scrolls have infiltrated the government. One of the right-hand mans of the president is a scroll. What did you think about the reveal as Rhodey as the scroll? Personable. Sad. I liked it, but he looked feminine. It was a female scroll. Yeah, yes. it was a female scroll. And I like how he is acting feminine. Yeah. Like, he is not playing Rhodey as Rhodey. He's playing Rhodey as, like, this feminine An emotional Rhodey. person who probably won't end up killing the president because he's a little emotionally tied, I think. Clearly, if we learned anything about scrolls right now, it's the women's scrolls are kind of like human women, you know? They are emotional. They want to have connections with people. And they're not going to be like a man and just fucking kill you because to kill you. I don't know. Scrolls seem to come in every variety just like they do as humans. True. I just Because like, I'm thinking of Talos, who's like this Gandhi-esque character. Right. He's the like, only one I can think But then they all like... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. Like they're, There's they, a variety. There's a variety. There's a whole spectrum. It's like there's Vara, who's a fucking pick-me. Yeah. And like won't... 
will stoop to any level to make this man love her. Right. I feel like it's it's that level of, like, all the people that have infiltrated the UN and stuff. That's probably, like, Varro's, like, thing trying to get to because she's right there. But it's so crazy because Fury is, like, telling Rhodey, like, hey, like, there's people on the UN. There's, like, all these scrolls. And, like, it clearly seems like he doesn't realize Rhodey's a scroll yet. But he will I think soon. he knows Maybe. and is, like, or he believes it. I think that he has decided, like, he might be a scroll, and I'm going to use this moment to figure out he if he is know. or not. After that and little I meeting think, they had? Yeah, within yeah. this, I think he had an inkling from that mm-hmm. meeting, and then he decided to go there and find out for sure, yeah. and then he knew for sure. God, I, this show is it's so, so good. good. It's like a detective mystery show. It's like playing Clue. Um, yeah, so then we know Rhodey kicks him out, whatever, and he, like, kind of threatens him, like, he's gonna show everybody that he killed Maria Hill. Yeah. And Fury has no choice but to leave, but he did put something in that Pappy Van Weagle, and it was a liquid tracker. hmm So he goes away with Talos. Which is the same thing he did to Varro with the T. Fucking love it. Um, and so they're following him in their little Land Rover. This is important, because it's a Land Rover. They're gonna drive in some pretty intense forest right now. We see that Rhodey's following the president. He gets off like a plane. It almost seems like the president has a little like speculation about Rhodey too. He's like, "Oh, get this guy a coffee. Like something's not right with him. He needs but his can caffeine." Smell the whiskey on his breath. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I need a mint. That's why." He yeah, he's a mint. like, "Get me a mint." And so clearly, it's like, apparently, like scrolls can really take their liquor. I was gonna say probably because he was fine. He's like, "Oh, Pappy Van Winkle." $5,000? He's like, fucking drank that down. Drink some whiskey in space, loser. True dad. Um, He's like, I can, like, get rid of Rhodey's bank account. I don't give a shit. Right. And then you can go <laughs> assume the next person Literally. drown their bank account. Literally. Um, so then we, we end up following the president. They're in, like, a whole Secret Service detail. They're driving on this kind of, like, road in the middle of nowhere with forests around them. It ends up being a plot that Gravik and Rhodey have devised to kill the president there's a huge car crash. There's, like, Gravix helicopters all around yeah. trying to kill them. It's insane. It doesn't seem like they have any chance to win. But guess what? Nick Fury comes through in the Land Rover with... Ta- keep saying his name Talos. Wrong. Talos. Talos. Nick Fury and Talos. Talos what a team. Yeah. Fury arrives. They try to rescue the president. Um, they find him finally in his car. And that was Talos's um dream he was like i'm gonna do everything i can to save the president yeah and it was i was crying he was like punching that door he was like i have to show them that i'm good that i'm worthy of being free and like living on this earth and it's like you're already worthy of living on this earth you don't need to prove anything like people are just bullshit i don't understand why people are such bullshit i know and then it's like right he ends up getting shot and while he's shot, obviously when you're a scroll, you turn into part scroll, try to heal yourself. Yeah. He turns into a scroll. It's this crazy editing, kind of CGI, but it was cool to see him like half scroll and like stuff. He gets, has probably much of a budget when it comes to series. Yeah. And then he, um, they end up getting the president out there. We end up realizing that one of the people that's like shooting or was going to shoot at um, Talos is Gravik mm-hmm. posing as just a random military dude in there protecting the president. That's why they're so dangerous. And Fury gets president to the Land Rover and then he looks back and he's like, put him down, put him down. 
So he loves him. He loves him so much. Because he's best de- friend. He was even defending him against the same guy before when they were trying to shoot him. Right. He's like, no, don't kill him. He's with us. He's with us. And he, like, stepped in front of him. Yeah. It's sad. Um, it's so sad. And so then Gravik... <laughs> he's not bad. He's yeah. an alien. But Gravik, he's good. He doesn't look like us. Gravik ends up stabbing Thalos. He dies. And Fury has no choice but to escape with the president. And that's how episode four ends. It's insane. They drive away from the scene and that's how it ends. Yeah. Nuts. I cried. I threw up. I shit. I oh. just like was <laughs> feeling all emotions. Um, I could not because I never loved anyone more than I loved Talos. Yeah. I don't love him that much, but I get what you're saying. I, he is such a Bernie. He's such a Bernie Sanders. Absolutely. Yes. It's... I know we doubted him at the beginning of this because of, like, what he was putting because Gaia through. how good and... he is and how perfect. Like, how could you imagine someone with this so good of an agenda? And that, that's why you can't doubt the good people just because you have suspicion in the beginning because you're like... Because I feel like humanity is so jaded. Nobody can just be a good person. You don't but trust they can. it. You don't trust them. Like, oh, something's weird about but this. Some They're people too nice. are just good. Some people are just good people. Like, it's totally normal. It needs to become a thing again. I get email about this. It's so sad. It but is I sad. love RIP Thalos. Like, he was amazing. Talos. Thalos. I can't say his name. Ever. Why do you put an H in it? I don't know. I have a fucking. I'm when I drink to say vodka, Thanos. I have a list. Uh, yeah, Thanos. Gravik is Thanos. I see Thanos. Gravik is shitty Thanos. Um. Anyway, you guys. Secret Invasion, episode five, pen ultimate episode. It's called Harvest. We're going to learn what the harvest is. I did notice in this one, they have the Marvel Studios intro pretty hard. Mm-hmm. They didn't have it in previous ones, but it's like the comic oh. thing going. And I didn't notice it in the ones. Usually they'll just start out like raw with something and then go in with that intro for Secret Invasion. But they yeah. had the Marvel Studios in this one. And I'm like, this is going to be good. Yeah. Again, look back to my partner who had his headphones and I'm like, oh shit, it's the Marvel comic intro. And he's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm like, just go back to work. Um, <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I'm yeah. talking to Solo. <laughs> Literally. Solo was right there like the whole time. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, God. Um, and so Gravik, uh, after this whole thing, because it went wrong. They were supposed to kill the president in this. It obviously went wrong. He returns to scroll Chernobyl. And all the scrolls are clearly pissed at him for not killing Fury and they start voicing their opinions about it. And they started telling him, like, hey, like, why should we listen to you? Why should we follow you? Like, you knew Fury did this, that, and that. Why didn't you kill him? Blah, 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 blah. You know, you said he had something. You let us here and there. We didn't find it. What's going on? And they're completely right. Because the scrolls, at the end of the day, it seems like as these episodes go on, they want just peace. Mm-hmm. They want to be beloved, as Priscilla would say. Exactly. Like, and it's so sad because you have this person that's leading them who's kind of their only choice because they have nowhere else to live. And if you don't follow him, he kills you. And now he's a super scroll with group powers. I forgot to mention that. This is why people fall in line with dictators. Evil, yeah. And why so many people voted for Trump. It's like because nobody will help them. Yeah. Nobody cares about them. They feel alone. And then they turn to this evil because they think that's the only way that they're going to be heard. Exactly. It's, and it's sad. It's so sad. And it constantly it's such a repeats human itself experience. in history. Yeah. It constantly repeats itself. And I hate graphic for this. Um,. And so, Rhodey and Gravik talk. You know, uh, Rhodey is not with the president. The president ends up being at a hospital with Fury right now. Right. Fury's trying to guard the doors. 
uh, grab Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Um, still triggered. <laughs> uh, I can't even think about that scene. Um, Gravik says, you know, if shit doesn't happen, Rhodey, like, sacrifice is going to happen. And Rhodey hangs up the phone. Rhodey's a woman, you know what I'm saying? Rhodey's like, this is stupid. I'm not going to fucking die over this shit. Yeah, she's like, this is boring. So that was like my little, yeah, this was like my little ounce of hope with Rhodey. Scroll, Rava. Um, and then Rhodey basically runs into Fury at the hospital. Fury's going to shoot him. Fury's a good guy, though. He's not going to do that in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. He didn't. You could have just shot him in the leg. He would have turned green, you know? Everyone would have knew. Whatever. Um, True. Do you think he thinks that way, though? No. Yeah, I don't he think won't men think like. No, I don't think he's as smart as like Sonia. Yeah. To where she was like, I'm gonna shoot Boom. him right here. Like, look, look, he's turning green, bruh. That's all I need to show right. you. And um, but Nick doesn't think like that. No, he's. I think he's just fallen on too many hard times in this series, coming back to Earth, and he's just too pissed. He's like, fuck it, I can't do this, or I'm gonna get in a fucking quandary. Nick Fury apologist right here on okay. the on the show. Fury is my. I worship him. Um, so basically, Rhodey tells Nick Fury, "Hey, like in sixty seconds, your tape's gonna be re- or sixty minutes, whatever seconds minutes doesn't matter. They're gonna release the tape of him killing Maria Hill, but it's not really him. It's a scroll impersonating him. So that sucks for Fury because now he's on the run when he wants to go back to Finland and meet Gravik. When he wants to go here, there, there, he has to like do those secret agent shield little face mask things to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it's still hard because he's on the run. So Nick Fury leaves." Uh, then we go to Sonia. Sonia ends up meeting these like scroll scientists in the middle of nowhere. She continues to be a bad bitch. Olivia Coleman is the baddest bitch of this country. I don't care what anybody says. She should run. She should be the next queen. Like yeah. fuck Charles. Like she should be the next queen. Fuck. I don't know how anybody is letting anyone else step up to the throne. Um, she basically just gets like this information out of the lady scroll. The guy ends up trying to kill the lady scroll that he's with, and she just beams him in the head. And then, um, so she finds out some information from that. Then we go back to Gravik and the scrolls at Chernobyl. The scrolls try, try to overtake Gravik as he's on the phone. They basically beat his ass. Yeah. They get him. They get his ass for a second, but then he turns into, like, super scroll. He turns exactly. green. He cheated. Yeah, he grooted them up, you know? He's got the groot. He be grooting, fucking, fucking um, threatening with his uh, arms now. Wooden arms. Yeah, I was gonna say the branch arms. His branch limbs. Has anyone seen Evil Dead? Those things are deadly. Like they will kill you. Shit's scary. The, the thorns will kill you. You can die. And then he ends up killing all of them in front. Of everybody that goes against him, he kills the guy in front of the other scroll specifically. Gets a little power trip. He's like, oh, you guys want some? Whatever. Nobody wants any of that. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants that. Nobody just, everybody just here. wants to be happy. Um, and everybody s- just wants to be beloved. Right, beloved, literally. And then Fury and Gaia end up meeting up, which is really personable, really sad, because we see in episode two of Secret Invasion, when Fury meets the Scrolls when they're first on the planet, he meets Gaia's mother, and he meets little Gaia. Gravik's in the same room, so they obviously know each other. He's obviously best friends with her father, who is now deceased. And he just tells her this powerful line, you cannot let grief paralyze you. And then he gives the keys to her so she can go to Priscilla so she can bury her father. Mm -hmm. And then he's on the run. Gaia's going to lie, say she didn't see him. Um, Gaia ends up making it to Priscilla to bury her dad. It's a really beautiful ceremony. It's giving Jedi burial. They light him on fire. Yeah. They say a little incantation. Beautiful. 
And then um, people break into Priscilla's place, and then her and Gaia... Yeah, Gaia's like, why are you waiting here? Like, you are going to be assassinated, and you're just sitting here. And she was like, I built this home with, like, the man that I love. Like, you don't understand what it takes to build a relationship. Guy questions her, like, would she love you in your true form? Yeah. She says the same thing. That's rude. You're too young. Like, why are you asking that? Like, Exactly, and she slams her down. She's like, no, like, you don't understand what it takes to build a relationship and whatever to be beloved. You don't know. You're young. You think you know everything. I kind of feel bad for Gaia, though, because she hasn't had a woman role model ever, you know? Like, she's just asking... Her mom passed away Yeah, yeah. she's just, like, asking these things. Like, hey, like, will he love you in your own skin? You know what I mean? She's asking, like, questions that a scroll woman would probably ask, you know? So I kind of feel bad that everyone's, like... She might have, like, been in love with, like, a human before. Yeah, she probably was. Maybe she was, like, I don't know if he would like me, you know? Um, That would be gross. That's too much, like, grandpa, grandpa. I know, I know, I know. Um, Um... But, yeah, it, it it was a beautiful scene, and that really... I think, like, doing the funeral and then, like, having the fight and also, like, knowing each other, like, in a past, like, kind of connected them oh, and bonded totally. them. And they kicked ass. And they kicked ass they together. They killed all this fight. They went back to back and just shot them all up. It was hard to even follow the scene because it was The so names quick. just kept stacking, like, boom, stacking, boom, 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 boom. stacking, stacking. It was beautiful. Stacking. It was beautiful, and you kind of got to see Priscilla's, like, lab still, where she was, like, doing yeah. tests and she saved and Gaia. Yeah, and, like, it was just really cool to see that little tidbit, like, the background scenes in that I think were really important, because Priscilla carried on the work of the doctor, and, like, it was just really cool that they had that connection, they got to kick ass, which I think we'll see probably in this next episode. They're going to be a big part. So, Nick Fury gets on this private jet, he's going to go to Finland, and we see Black Widow specialist supplier Rick Mason show up. It was a really cool tidbit to throw him in there. He's helping Nick Fury get to Finland. He throws him his passport. He's like, hey, you're going to need this. Also take a nap because you're really grumpy. And Nick Fury's like, well, my mom told me I was always special. And it's like a cute little funny moment. But that was cool. Shout it was out to a Marvel. fun little cameo and like... You could tell they had a re- relationship previously. That's how we met him in the Black Widow movie, is that he was, like, very, like, oh, sure. Yeah. That he was very, like, um, uh, he had a relationship with, like, Black Widow. Oh, he, he had a relationship. You were pouring another drink. So when we first met him in Black Widow. Yeah. You could tell that they had some sort of banter, some sort of relationship. Like, they... I don't know. This guy's been around them for a while. He's been working with them for a they while. He's clearly him. a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, he just does. Um, but, yeah, he, they clearly know him. Like, he's yeah. been, They trust him. He's, he's like, their co-worker. Yeah. And so it was cool that Nick, like, immediately, like, recognized him. He's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm safe. But obviously, now that Rhodey released that film of him killing Maria Hill, he's on the run. So if he's traveling internationally, he's got to have that big passport. He's got to... S.H.I.E.L.D. has those cool little face... Mask things that turn you, he turned him into this straight up white dude. It looked like the guy from the Hunger Games. <laughs> the like main dude who loves roses because he smells like shit or whatever. Like, you remember that guy? Uh, PETA? No, PETA, PETA's the the bread guy. Finnick No, it was like the main old dude. Oh, remember? the old guy. The old, old frost. dude. That's like the king. Wait, snow. Snow, snow. Snow, not frost. Snow. snow. And he just, I don't know, because just there was something yeah. with where he had roses because it always smelled like shit. Yeah. I forget why. But because he was covered because he would cough blood or something. Right. And so he straight up looked like that, dude. He gets through when he lands to Finland and who's picking him up? Sonia. And I spelled that with a J in honor of Real Housewives of New York. 
New York. I'm like, Sanya. Um, so she Sanya. picks up Fury from the airport. We know they have a little bit of, like, past history here. They clearly hooked up. He clearly cheated clearly on Priscilla. Maybe they hooked up before he was with Priscilla, though. I feel like I don't want to think that about I don't want to think that either. Because like, like, the way he talks about Priscilla, especially at the end of this episode, yeah. is like, there's no way. Um, he wouldn't just marry anybody. And it wouldn't be Sonia, because Sonia's fucking crazy. Um, love her, but she's crazy. Probably the one that got away. Yeah. But then the one that stayed was better <laughs> for you in the end. Right. Um, so they go to one of Fury's graves in Finland. And he, like... He gets. He says like a joke. He's like, "Oh, don't worry. I have a lot about a lot of these graves. You know. Yeah. You know. I need options." And then did Sonya, we talk about how Sonia like shot that guy? Oh no, we didn't. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No. Yeah. She shot. But we kind of did. Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah, we did. She but just it was a, so cool. Oh, she knows. She shot she the is one guy. So yes. Cool. She just shoots them in front of everybody to see their scrolls. She was like, "I'm not under arrest because that is not the member of the UN. That's actually a scroll. You can see he's turning green right, right now. And so there's she no flips hair." Like, she walks does. away. Like, she is Professor Umbridge if Professor Umbridge was good. A bad bitch, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she's just like, well, just so you know, there's no protocol to killing scrolls. So, you guys can't arrest me. Exactly. I love her. And so, um, they're at Fury's grave. Fury and Sonya only in the middle of nowhere. I'm starting to get sketched out. Because, like, I'm still, I think it's Fury now, but I'm still like, who is Fury? Is he a scroll? Like, I still think it's Fury. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, could maybe there's scroll. like 2% scroll. Sonia hates scrolls. She's fucking crazy. She could just fucking shoot him when he comes out, you know, what he's doing at the grave. So I'm kind of on edge. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. She has no patience for anyone. She would shoot him in a second, I think. Got it. I, and, yeah, I guess I did kind of feel that tension when they were like in the car together mm-hmm. and she was like saying anyone could be a scroll, but then she doesn't accuse him. It's like he she tells either a hundred percent, yeah, exactly, and she's blown away he by that. Her, yeah, and but she either one hundred percent believes that Fury is not a scroll, or she said that to like test the waters. I wasn't completely she sure, did. but it did make true. It did bring tension in the air in that scene, and I was like, <gasps> but then she just dismissed it just as quickly. Because he said Rhodey's a scroll, and I think that saved his ass. Because I still think in my mind, like ten percent, he could be a scroll. I still think so. Yeah. I still think he would be scrolling but his Sonya body. Sonya would so know. Knows. Sonya would know. And so they end up at one of his graves, like I said, and she's like, well, why don't you call your, like, special team, you know, fighters, whatever. And he's just like, we can't keep letting those superheroes saving our asses, which mm-hmm. I love because you have yeah. to think of agents I don't of want them to come in and no, save the day. No, like, I don't fucking... We don't need no day-ass machina no, type shit coming no. in. Like, we're... We don't need that. I don't need to see we Captain have America Nick Fury. right now. Yeah, like, I have Nick Fury. That's enough. I trust him. And I especially trust him after he told her, he's like, they were talking about scrolls, and he reveals, like, low-key. He's like, oh, yeah. She's like, well, why is your grave in Finland? One of them. And he's like, well, me and Priscilla honeymooned here. And then it's pauses, and he goes, scrolls love the cold. And she looks at him, and she's like, you married a scroll? Doesn't say that, but, like, he obviously clearly is, like, acknowledging it now, which is a step forward in therapy. He's like, okay, I married a scroll. Everyone's going to know. It's fine. The um, way that they look each other with just the knowing. I was like, that is such good acting. I know. It's like two it like great. incredible actors. So much was said just between their eyes I in would, that moment. I would love for them to do an actors on actor. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? That would be the best Vanity Fair actors on yeah. actor. Is them going through their 
No, Steven Yoon and Pedro Pascal will always take oh, the cake, fuck, actually. I know, I know, I know. I don't know. I have faith in this one, but yeah, no, I, I feel you. Um, but yeah, so he reveals he married a scroll, then he, like, goes in this, like, little thing where he, like, opens his eyes. He gets the harvest that Gravik wants, which we don't know where that's going to lead us. And then he goes into this, like, it's, they're in a cemetery, guys. So he goes into this little, like, cemetery house over there. I forget the name. Mausoleum. Mm-hmm. And he, like, uses his face, and that's where he suits the fuck up. He becomes Nick Fury again. This whole season, he hasn't been wearing an eye patch. He gets the eye patch out. He gets his black long leather jacket. He's honestly looking like fucking Blade. I'm like, he did. We don't need very be... Blade like. Like he could just be Blade too. Like let's just run it. You know what I'm saying? Um, fire that actor. Samuel Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get his mom's gonna get bitten by a vampire. Like and somehow go. he'll turn half vampire. <laughs> Like, let's go. I mean, Nick Fury should absolutely be in Blade. They're stupid if they don't put him in Blade. Maybe, like, Morbius comes by and, like, bites Nick Fury, and he's like, what the fuck? And yeah. he's like, motherfucker. And he, like, puts it, yeah, away. and then and then he's like, oh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm Blade now. Right. <laughs> Fucking amazing. He's got the he's got all the stuff to be Blade, you guys. You just got to take the hat off, take the eye patch off. He's got the leather jacket. You know, he's good. That's so great. Um, so he suits up. And it was so, I just, I just have to highlight this. That was like the best part of the whole episode for me. I was seeing him suit up. I was like, oh my, again, cheering again. I'm like, shit, let's yeah. go. My dog's getting anxious. He's like, oh my God, what's going on? And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening, you know? And he gets all his gear on and he like goes to his phone and he's just like, it's time. Let's finish this. End of episode. But the real question is, who did he say that to? There's a lot of people that, like, are having speculations right now. You think he's calling in someone else? 100%. To be on his side? 100%. In my heart, I think because the next MCU project is Marvel's, I think it's Carol Danvers. And I think he mentioned her already, and she's dealt with the scrolls, too, with him. What if it was baby Miss Marvel? That'd be cute. That would be so funny. Oh, like Kamala? Kamala. Oh, I would... She deserves it more than anyone. I mean, she... Has her shit together. What She's such she, a super fan. She would completely change the tone of the entire show if she showed up and she funny. was like, "Hey, what's up? I'm here." And like it's you like, called the wrong one. What or did you yeah. bring in here? But they had switched places already. Right, exactly. And so that's the thing. They could both show up, and I think yeah. that would be the smart Marvel thing to do to get people excited about the Marvels because no one really is right now. So if they had all switched places and he tries to call Carol Danvers, he might get Monica Rambo. No, Monica Rambo could be badass. Could be so badass. That would be cool. That'd be sick. I feel like he's calling somebody he knows. It also could potentially be breaking into the TV show Agents of Shield. Calvary, aka Magnolia May. Um, her nickname was Calvary in Agents of Shield because she could take on a whole group of people and just like fuck them up. And we love Ming Na Wen on this podcast. Ming Na Wen plays Fennec in Star Wars. Ming Na Wen is also the voice of Mulan. Anybody deserves that it's me not when If she showed up, I'm I would probably piss my pants. Piss yes, I would piss my I'm pants. I'm gonna piss my pants. I would shit, I would piss, I would cry, I yes. would throw up everywhere. I there no orifice of mine would be clean. No. If she <laughs> showed up on screen. That would be too much. It would be so cool that's that they're crossing too much. over. Because it's like that's, that's too much. It's too much and it's like it's I literally wouldn't give a fuck if, if Carol Danvers came back. I, I wouldn't either. But I would piss and shit if Me Not When came on. I would be excited for Carol Danvers. 
Like, I would be excited because I like their yeah, relationship. Yeah, I guess you're right. I would be like, Whoa. Like, I'd be like, oh, shit, cool. Because everybody hates on Captain Marvel BFF. so much. Yes, and it's like, I, I don't love get her. I hate, it's because people, God forbid, if Marvel puts out because a strong it's a woman, woman role. woman who didn't have a fucking love story. About that a man. Was, that was the shit. Is and she's like, in the army. Like, God for fucking that's Big. the thing is like and she has a short haircut women without men are stronger that movie was like about that it was amazing and that's why wonder woman failed yeah that's why all a lot of women superhero movies black widow like they fit and it's just it's insane Black Widow was good it was amazing it was amazing I love she that didn't movie. have a fucking love interest and it didn't fucking it was matter great. she just cared men about need women Men need to have a love interest to have a reason to do anything. Women don't need a reason to do anything. They just fucking do it. Because you're fucking, you realize things. You're yeah. a good person. You're and like, we, this is good, this is bad. Exactly. exactly. It's like something that women already know. We're inherently born with it. I don't know. Maybe we're perfect. Maybe I don't it's Maybelline. Know. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't freaking know. Um, But yeah, I mean, even Fury testifies to that at the end of this episode because he's like, the reason I did everything I did is because I questioned my whole life over this woman that I loved, and it's so beautiful. Oh, that's what made me cry is when he was like, I was raised by a single mother, yes. and like I was I'm getting emo put now. a ring it's on my so finger beautiful. by this other woman, and like if that's not enough for me to save the world, like I don't, I don't know, know what it is. And it was, it did, it did make me cry, and I was like, this is so real, so good. But I do want to talk for a second about how like. Every single superhero movie, male-led, has to have a love interest to make the story interesting. No female superhero movie has to have a love interest to make the to make the movie interesting. Captain Marvel fucking proved it. She needed no man. Nobody. She needed nobody to be interested in. It was an amazing, phenomenal it was movie. So good. And anyone can. I will fist fight. Same. And I am like anti-violence, and I will say Same. I'm anti-confrontation, but if you talk shit about Carol Danvers, I'm gonna get it in your fucking face because. And the, I will talk to you about how Wonder Woman failed because she loved a man, uh, like a loser, a loser human, and it was Chris Pine. Yes, this and is Kyra famously hates Chris Pine. I hate Chris Pine. Weak ass white male. I'm sorry. I just. You're right, though. Like, you have this beautiful Amazonian woman. She's probably towers over. She's probably, like, ten inches taller than him, you know? Like, yeah. let's be real here. And probably, that's, like, six, nine. It's nuts! I'm tall, but she's a fucking Hagrid, She's you know? an Amazon. She's fucking huge. And, like, I think also, like, in context with women, there's always been this, like, even just me growing up being tall my whole life, there's always been this context and this, like, just conversation about women who are taller, bigger, or uglier, because we're taller, like, being Amazonian. If somebody called you that, you were like, oh, that's an insult, you know? And it's like... Now it's Wonder not Woman? an insult. Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman took it back. The The way that men have tried to oppress women since the beginning of time insane. is insane. Nuts. None of their arguments hold any validity to this day. Any woman category versus tall versus short versus medium versus, you know, like... 
plus size, average, it's whatever. Because all a ploy made by it's men to make us think that we are not valuable or worthy. Yeah, it's like in some way. bullshit. Exactly, like, like, oh, I don't like short girls. I'm like, I don't like men. Yeah, like what? Like I, <laughs> I do. am straight, but I do not like men. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's 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 a it's a battle. It doesn't even make sense anymore. It's really it's a literal battle. It's just that like. The only way you can reproduce, I guess, you know, but not really anymore. But there's no necessary reason because yeah. the, the air doesn't even work anymore. Oh my God, I know. Chicago's been so bad. I have to wear a mask when I go out because I have fucking asthma. I can't yeah. even get my vape pen anymore. You can't even go outside anymore because you have asthma. Yeah, I mean, I have to have a mask on, but it's embarrassing. Everyone points at me and laughs. I'm like, okay. I You'll know. be an asthmatic in a out, year if you I keep on I went out with an mask because yeah. they were like oh I think you should go out with a mask on because of how bad the air like quality this week is too. and I was the only one with a fucking mask on and it made me feel like a fucking loser I'll wear it till the death of me because my fucking eyes burn when the air is bad my throat has been bad the whole week yeah so I like it's nuts it's real I felt so socially ashamed the first day I went out with it that the second day I was like, okay, I'm just not gonna wear one because yeah. I'm so socially ashamed. Yeah. And then I came home and I was like wheezing. Fuck you guys! Like I care about myself. Right. Like, you clearly don't care about yourself. Like hitting you're not your jewel and shit in this. Yeah. No, I I got <laughs> the first. I think it happened a couple weeks ago with the Canada fires. I got made fun of so much by my regulars because I walked in and it was hot as shit with a mask on, and they're like, "Are you That's so fucked. But like. They're also sometimes fucked. But, like, it was all in good fun. They won't, like, purposely hold it against me. But I was just like, one, I have asthma. Two, I have an autoimmune disease. Like, three, y'all are going to have be on the same level with me and you're going to be asking me for inhalers in a couple years. So, exactly. hope you have health insurance. You've gotten asthma. <laughs> it's not fun. It's, it's crazy. The world, I actually had friends on social media who went and hiked in California mountains this past week with the air quality alert. That's stupid. And they post about it, and I'm like, I love you guys, but like, why you bring like a fucking air machine with them? I'm like, what the fuck? I have a purifier running like 24 hours a day now. My electric bills skyrocketed, but it's like, my throat is on fire too, you know? Shit's fucked. Anyways, I hope one day we can go to a different planet. I would rather go to like the Squirrel Planet. Like, 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 make me a Jedi. Squirrel Planet is over. I know. They're gone. They're gonna, they're gonna be on another one soon. Celestials, birth us a planet that is fit for me and Kyra. Seriously, I'll wear a mask outside. I don't care. I'll wear the breathing thing. You know. We should just have us the relatable nerds. The relatable nerds. Utopia. Yeah, relatable nerds. Utopia. We need to think of a name. Because if you like us, it means you're not racist or sexist. Yeah. Which means you're already pretty good. Like no one's gonna hurt each other. Yeah. (laughs) There's not gonna be a currency. We're gonna trade things, and we're just gonna like be drunk and marry. Yeah. You know. Hundred percent already means that you're like a good person. A good person. Hundred percent. Crazy. All right, you guys just. To give you guys the heads up, in a couple weeks, we're going to be at Fan Expo Chicago, our third showing again. It's coming around to the city. We're going to be at 1 p.m. on the creator stage. We're going to be having our normal show on the stage. You guys can come and meet us, take pictures. We might have some merch. Tight pack hang out with you. Tight pack cars. We're um, on March. We might even do some trailer reactions on the stage for the first time. So that could be fun. That would be cool. Could be fun. Ahsoka's coming in a couple weeks after that, so I will anticipate we have a trailer by then. Yeah. We're really fun and cool and nice, so you should come see us. 
Again, that is August 12th, 1 p.m. at Fan Expo in Chicago. Rosemont Arena. Let's go. Center. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. I love Secret Invasion.